Hey ladies, welcome to the Looking Above podcast. It's easy to get bogged down in details of everyday life. If we aren't intentional, our eyes can easily be pulled away from the Lord and we can set our gaze on things of earth. 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. My name is Karen Boffman and I'm the women's pastor at New Life Church in Gillette, Wyoming. I believe that our perspective changes everything. So together, we'll be looking above. Okay, welcome back to Looking Above. My name is Karen. I'm so glad that you are here with us today. Today I have my friend Katie Golenville with me, and we are just going to talk a little bit about becoming the friend that you want or that you need. And uh, the way that I kind of came to this, um, you know, I was brainstorming with some friends about what we need to talk about when it comes to friendship. And we just want to get all the way back to basics, you know, even about finding a friend. But before we find a friend, we need to get healthy ourselves. And um, I've heard it said in marriage that before you get married, you know, you shouldn't be looking for the spouse that you think you need. You should be becoming the spouse that your future spouse is going to need. You need to take care of you and work on you and become healthy and grounded and all of that um, so that you will attract the kind of spouse that you want. Yes. And so as I was thinking about this, I was thinking, man, isn't that true in friendship also? Like we're not going to attract a rock star friend if we are a mess. That's so true. (laughs) It's just probably not going to happen. You know, if you're a mess, you're probably going to attract other messes. So before we even talk about all of that and doing friendship well, we kind of need to talk about being well. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And being who God created you to be. So Katie, before we really dig into that, can you just tell us who you are? Yes. First, thank you so much for having me. I have been excited and honored to be here. Mm -hmm. Um, I am a biblical counselor, life coach. I am a Gallup certified strengths coach. Um, I'm a mom and stepmom to five young adults. It's kind of a new chapter for me, so that's interesting. Yeah. Um, and then I'm also a pastor's wife. Yeah. Um, and I, I agree with you so much in the work that I do um, mm-hmm. with the strengths piece mm-hmm. in knowing who we are and, and learning who we are and um, pursuing healthiness within ourselves yeah. so that we can we can be good friends to each other. So yeah. I've been excited to talk about that. Oh, Thank you for, good. for absolutely. having me. Absolutely. I love the work that you're doing in our community and helping people get healthy and know who they are. And it's so important, right? Um, we, a while back as a staff, we're just kind of looking into this idea of strengths and so many times people say, oh, you need to work on your weaknesses. And that's really not how we become the best version of ourselves. You we, are correct. We become better versions of ourselves by becoming who we are yes. and focusing on our strengths. It's true. I actually heard this cool analogy one time. If if you think about your skills and your life in terms of, say, a report card, mm-hmm. and you have all these A's and maybe a C or a D, if you were to... Um, focus all your energy on that D 
Mm-hmm. The likelihood that you could bring that D up to an A is pretty low mm-hmm. because it may not be an area that just comes naturally to you. Mm-hmm. And so if you're pouring all your energy into that D, really what you're doing is fostering mediocrity mm-hmm. rather than pouring your energy into those A pluses where you already shine and where God has already gifted you. If we can focus on those areas that we we were designed to do well already, yeah. that's where excellence occurs. That's where we find our sweet spots. That's where we um, we find our callings. Yeah. And so focusing on strengths really is um, fruitful. Right. And and I think that it is reflective of, of honoring God with right. um, how he's made us. Yes, yeah. So tell me a little bit more. You are a strengths coach, a Gallup certified strengths yes. coach. Tell me a little bit more. What does that mean? Yes. So basically, that just means that I went through some training to be able to help people um, know their strengths and then develop them. Mm-hmm. Um, in in my work that I do, I work with teams and leaders, but I also use it even in my counseling mm-hmm. with individuals. Um, and I use a, an instrument called the Clifton Strengths Assessment. Mm-hmm. Um, it measures thirty four different areas for the person who's taking the assessment. Okay. And it basically just tells you what you're awesome at. Um, <laughs> how were how you made? Yeah. Um, are you, are you uh, more of a, a doer or a feeler mm-hmm. or a thinker um, or an influencer? Mm-hmm. There's, there's different types of strengths that show up in that assessment. And um, it's really cool because I use it from a biblical perspective, right. uh, a Christ-centered right. lens. Um, mm-hmm. the, the tool itself is is not a faith-based mm-hmm. tool, but it's reflective of our creator because mm-hmm. the results um, are very individualized. Mm-hmm. The likelihood that you would have the same strengths as someone else is one in 33 million. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's so cool to be able to look with people and say, look, right. look how great God made how you to be. you are. Yeah. Oh, wow. And we are so unique. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So I haven't taken the assessment. You know this. (laughs) And that's okay. I got to get in with you and and do this myself. (laughs) But, okay, so for someone who is like me and haven't done this, what, how might they figure out? Like this is, these are my strengths. Obviously, we don't all have to take an assessment to learn about ourselves. So um, if you haven't taken the assessment, that is Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. There are definitely some ways that you can kind of think about what what has God wired me mm-hmm. that makes me how has God wired me that makes me unique mm-hmm. um so think about what do you do well mm-hmm. what have other people told you uh that that you do well that you bring to the table for a mm-hmm. team project or even in your family um what are your most favorite projects you've ever mm. been able to work on or mm-hmm. jobs you've had yeah. what if you think about um peak experiences in your life mm-hmm. and why that was a peak experience that will give you some insight into right. what your strengths are so right. if you got to work on some really cool thing that that just made you come alive mm-hmm. what was it about that thing yeah. was it that you got to be with people was it that you got to um, use your organizational skills right was it that you got to work alone and and really mm. focus and be productive mm-hmm. that will give you wait some there's e- people who like doing that yeah oh. <laughs> <laughs> i know i i wish i were one of those people i am not that person <laughs> <laughs> me neither <laughs> and that's okay because we have right. friends who are right right yeah so we 
we get to hang out with them and yes. they can help us um, yes. be productive. Every and, time um, somebody tells me they love like doing stuff systematically on the computer, I'm like, are you lying? I know. Really? But it's true, right? And that's that's the beauty of what you're talking about yes. is that we're all different. Yes. And we need to know what makes us tick. Yes. Right. As, and our friends. Right. Exactly. So are you familiar with Marcus Buckingham? I am. Right? Yes. So he says our strengths aren't just what we do well, but it's exactly what you're talking about, the peak experience thing, right? He says our strengths are what make us feel strong. Yes. So when you're living in a way that makes you come alive, that's your strength. Is that what you're getting at? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They're not the things that you have to force yourself to be. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. like for me, I I love being with people. I I feel alive when I'm Mm -hmm. talking with people, whether Mm -hmm. that's one-on-one or in a group. Um, But I dread doing budgeting and Mm. accounting and paperwork. And so I already know that those are not my strengths. Um, And when I did take the assessment, it it reflected that too. (laughs) So um, you don't have to have the assessment to know what your strengths are, but you can just kind of do some self-evaluation and just look at the types of things that that you enjoy and that will give you insight into that as well. Yeah. Um, Okay. So why don't you just give us some examples? Like tell us what some of the strengths are so that someone listening might be like, oh, yeah, that sounds like me. Okay. Yes. Okay. So if you are a person who enjoys what we were just talking about a minute mm-hmm. ago, checklists mm-hmm. and um, data and um, like reports and things like that, mm-hmm. you might be, um, you might have what's called analytical, analytical, mm-hmm. <laughs> excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are a person who likes to get a lot of things done and you don't feel like your day has been um, satisfactory unless you've been super productive. You mm-hmm. might be high in um, achiever. Okay. There is a strength um, where you can just walk into a room and be able to tell how people are mm. um, without them even saying a word. Um, you can yeah. tell if people are fighting. You can tell if there's drama. Right. You can tell if somebody's sad. Yeah. Um, that's empathy. Mm-hmm. And that word is used a lot in today's right. Right. society. Yeah. Empaths. It, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a little different. Um, looking at it from the Clifton Strengths assessment, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's similar, similar okay. to how mm-hmm. we know it to be. Right. So there's empathy, achiever. Um, some of the other ones, there's one called Woo, W-O-O. <laughs> and I think you have this one. Oh. Um, I do. And it, it's the ability to um, catch people's attention and mm-hmm. to a lot of public speakers mm-hmm. and like People who are in influencing roles have woo. Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can talk to anyone comfortably. Mm-hmm. You can uh, make people feel important and and be comfortable socially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that one's kind of fun. Yeah. And and then the opposite of that one, a woo, is um, one called relater. And those people are the ones who public speaking would would be like their nightmare. Yeah. Um, they they don't necessarily love parties or big events okay. they they want to just go have coffee with their mm. best friend that they've had since fourth grade yeah yeah so they like the more one-on-one long-term friendships and you can right. also have both uh, yeah. by the way you can yeah. you can enjoy you can be relator and woo mm-hmm. um, what yeah yeah <laughs> I think both. 
So oh. it's kind of cool. Oh. Exactly. All the people. <laughs> so like you can have your best friend since fourth okay. grade that you still love to hang out with, but then right. also love networking and All the people. talking to a lot of people. Okay. So yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but there's what'd you say, thirty four. Yes, there are thirty four. Thirty four. And um when you go through the assessment, then you're kind of figuring out these are my top yes. five or so. Usually there's different different mm-hmm. levels of the assessment, mm-hmm. but um, usually it's best to start with your top five just mm-hmm. because it can get kind of overwhelming right. um, to look at the whole list of them. Yeah. Um, but your top five are going to be your most dominant right. wirings. Right. And typically, the areas that you should operate in, as we had talked about that report card analogy, those are your A pluses. Right. So those are the areas that you should um, make sure that you're you're being intentional about doing because you're going to be good at them. They'll bring joy to your life and they'll bless others. Right. And from a report card standpoint, so often, right, in our schools, we focus on those Ds, right? Mm-hmm. We want our kids to bring that up. But but the flip side of this is really saying those Ds, that's not who God created you to be, right? Absolutely. Right? You have, you have, all of us have some A pluses or some A's. Yes. And if we focus on those A's, that's who God created us to be. And we do those well, yes. that's when we're going to shine. That's when we're going to feel alive. That's when we're going to be the friend that we want. Yes, you are All absolutely of that, right? correct. So we shouldn't feel bad. Like I shouldn't feel like, oh, I'm, I don't have that systems thing. Like I really stink at it and I need to work on that. You're, you are that's correct. That's not going to no. help me be who God wanted me no. to be. Instead of having our eyes on comparison and yeah. and you know looking at what strengths other people have mm-hmm. we really should um look at how god made us yeah. and and yeah. that is step 1 in being a good friend is okay. is knowing yourself yeah and recognizing it as a beautiful gift mm-hmm. i i think often and actually i have this um in my office on the wall from uh, Psalm 139, mm. that I praise you, Lord, for I am fearfully mm. and wonderfully made. Yeah. God made you this way. And right. I think that, especially as women, but mm-hmm. people in general, um, we we don't easily praise God for the way that he right. made us because right. it feels prideful and gross. And this yeah. we don't want to be that way. Right. We, we don't want right. to be prideful. And yeah. we don't want to buy into this self-elevation um, culture either. Right. However, we do want to praise God for the ways that he's wired us, give mm-hmm. him the glory, and use those talents that he's given you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so as we apply this to friendships, which yeah. you, you and yeah. I have been talking about, mm-hmm. I would say that there's two steps. Okay. Um, step one is this, knowing yourself. Okay. Um, so, and then step two is knowing your friend. So, okay. So let me tell you, maybe yeah, we'll we do this? talk about step one first yes. and then go into step two. Absolutely. So, um, so step one is take an inventory of yourself and ask yourself, how do I like to do relationships? Mm-hmm. Um, so... As you do this, do you enjoy crowds or do you hate them and you just want Mm. one-on-one time with your friends? Mm -hmm. Um, What types of things do you like to do with others? Do you like to have coffee and visit with people? Or would you rather go go on a hike with your Mm. friend, do something physical and active, or go volunteer together somewhere? Um, 
Do you find it to be more fulfilling to work on a project with people? That sort of thing. Um, Also, one really important thing I think to ask ourselves in relationship is how do we do emotions? Are we more emotionally Mm. minded? Mm -hmm. Um, Do we feel things? Do we like to talk to our friends about their feelings and and help coach them through that? Or are we more logical? Mm. Do we think about the facts of of situations instead of feelings? Um, So knowing that about yourself is really important because it's going to help you know how your bucket's going to be filled, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. what what types of things are going to be a blessing to you right. as you interact right. with your friends. And then also um, it's important to know what you're going to be able to give to your friends. Sure. So if you're not a super emotional, fluffy person mm-hmm. and your good friend needs that, you're, it's important for you to know, okay, right. I need to not try to be who I'm not. Right. Um, right. Because if you try, have you ever tried to be who you're not? <laughs> it doesn't feel good and no. you're not good at it. <laughs> it. And it's super awkward and right. it just makes everybody uncomfortable. Right. So right. know who you are. Yeah. 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 And this is what I was telling you before we turned on the microphone here about Jenny Allen's new book, Find Your People. Yeah. And she kind of talks about this in there, right? She talks about the different types of friends that we all need. And of course, you know, there are those people who have that one lifelong best friend and they are each other's everything, mm-hmm. right? There there are those people. Yes. But that is extremely rare. Yes. That you will have one relationship that fills all of those relational needs for you. True. And so and it's rare that you are that person who can do all of that for mm-hmm. another person and do it well. Mm-hmm. So that's where this is so important, you know, like Jenny just talks about six different types of friends and I don't remember them all but you know, one of them is the cheerleader like you need an encouraging friend in your life. And maybe that's who you are. Maybe you are a cheerleader for yes. someone else and you've got strengths that fit that and that's what you do well. But for someone who that isn't them and maybe like you said they are the more organized person and the detail-oriented person for them to try and be what they aren't is not going to feel natural (laughs) and they're not going to do it well so just I I love this like we have to know who we are and what kind of friend we are for others yes absolutely it's it is the first step it is I need to know who I am what I have to offer and then I need to make sure I'm doing it well yes to to be intentional about it yeah um and by the way I'm looking forward to reading that book it sounds amazing yeah it Um, is (laughs) yes so after we know who we are yeah then are we the encourager are we right who are we right then we ask ourselves um am I being intentional about doing the things Mm. so if you are if you like crowds if you Mm -hmm. like big gatherings of people host host something have a Mm. little get together if you are more of a one-on-one friend invite a friend for coffee right if you um if you know that you're an encourager or that you're someone who is empathetic and Mm. and comforting and you know that one of your friends is going through something difficult right be intentional about reaching out to her and bringing that gift that God's given you into mm-hmm. that friendship. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. All right. So what's step two? Okay. Why so do we need to know about our friends? Yes. <laughs> step two, knowing what your friend's strengths are. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I'm reminded of Philippians 2 when mm-hmm. I think of this, um, which tells us that we're not to do things from selfish ambition, mm. um, but we're to look to the interests of others. Right. So it's not just all about us, <laughs> unfortunately. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but we also need to look to the interests of others. And, yeah. um, and that is true in friendships as well. So first, we need to identify what are others' interests. Mm-hmm. Um, what are my friend's strengths? It's similar to um, your last podcast that you had with Sarah, mm-hmm. which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And you talked about love languages and yeah. knowing what your friend's love languages are so right. that you can serve them well. Mm-hmm. It's the same concept with strengths. So if you know what types of things your friends are good at mm. or enjoy doing, you can be intentional about um, designing or pouring mm. into your friendship in, in that way as well. Right, right. I, um, I also think that knowing others helps us have grace for them. Yeah. So, <laughs> for example, um, if you are a logical person mm-hmm. and you have a friend that's more emotional, I mentioned that a few yeah. minutes ago, yeah. you, might, you, you might judge them as being too extra mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, like oh my word all she does is cry all the time yes yes <laughs> yeah. i have logical friends who yeah. are they're just not gonna be fluffy um right. Right. and i value that so much because i tend to be more fluffy and um yeah. it's a it's a nice um friendship to have to have that person that balances us out right sometimes but, we need someone who yeah. will speak straight yes exactly without the emotion exactly on the flip side, if you tend to be more emotional and you have a friend that's illogical, you might mm-hmm. judge them as cold right. or um, yeah. maybe lacking in compassion. Mm-hmm. And so I'm using the word judge, and I know that yeah. that's kind of a harsh word, but let's be real. We're we, women. Yeah. But we do. <laughs> we, we judge people. We, we subconsciously judge right. people all day long. And yep. maybe a nicer word to use would be evaluate. Yep. So we evaluate each other. Mm-hmm. But what we do is we tend to do it through our own strengths lens. Mm. So I use this analogy um, in, in workshops that yeah. I've done. So yeah. let's, let's pretend that you're putting on a pair of sunglasses. Okay. And your sunglasses are your strengths. Okay. So... Um, so your strengths are now the view that mm-hmm. you're looking at the world through. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at other people, you are subconsciously evaluating them based on those strengths. Mm. And if we are one in 33 million, right. chances are pretty high. <laughs> your friend is not going to be like you. <laughs> no. So if we're judging and evaluating people based right. on how we're wired, they're usually going to fall short. Yeah. And that can be super frustrating if mm-hmm. we're wanting people to to be like us right and we're judging their worthiness based on our standards that's um that's not going to serve us well in in relationships yeah Yeah. so and now imagine taking those sunglasses off Mm -hmm. and looking at that person as god designed them Mm. viewing them as a gift from god to serve multiple purposes in right. your life, um, right. you can you can truly appreciate the differences that are present in them that are not like you. Yeah, and so knowing your friends' strengths will help you again, as as I said, have grace for them. Right. Yeah. So 
for instance, I'm someone who does, like, goes and goes and goes, right? Like, yes. Energizer Bunny. I don't know what that strength is, but I, I th- have. I think it's Achiever. Okay. But we'll, <laughs> so, but we'll see after we'll you see. take it. We'll yeah. um, see. So anyway, it's easy for me to judge someone who, by comparison, seems lazy. Yes. Right? And they just may be a more chill person or someone who needs more recharging time than I take or whatever. So so that's what, what we're getting at here is just because it's what I'm good at or the way God made me, I need to be cautious and look at them through how God made them and not look at them through how God made me and compare them to me. Yes. Because it's going to be rare that I'm going to find somebody who has the same energy level that I do. That is so right on. That's okay. exactly what we're talking yeah. about. And yeah. so let me ask you this. So mm-hmm. because you are the energizer bunny, yeah. you go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. So if you have a friend who's more laid back, that's probably, I I, I would say that would be a... Um, um, Oh, now my brain just just <laughs> I took me. you on a bunny yes. trail. Sorry, <laughs> uh, adaptability okay. strength. So okay. so let's say you are achiever, mm-hmm. and then you have this friend who has adaptability. Mm-hmm. It, they might feel a little bit lazy if we're if we're looking at them through that judgy lens. Mm-hmm. But what joy does that person bring to your life? Mm-hmm. Um, do they help you slow down? Right. Do they help you stop and celebrate? Sometimes right. where right. you might be more inclined to just be on onto your next task. Mm-hmm. Those those mm-hmm. adaptability folks yeah. help us stop and smell the roses. They help right. us um, chill out. Yeah, when we need to just may, maybe right. rest, breathe. Yes, and <laughs> yeah. breathe. Yeah, yeah. So that's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. So uh, do you have any other examples of that when we're just doing life with someone who is not wired the same as we are? Um, Yes. Um, Tell me how else that might look. Yes. So um, we've talked about logical versus Mm -hmm. emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, That's definitely an area where we might um, do things differently from others. Mm -hmm. There are um, influencing, like I talked about woo earlier. Mm -hmm. So some people might have that, that woo and right. others might um, be more more. It's kind of an introvert extrovert mm-hmm. type sure. scenario. So, um, just recognizing that we we are different, right. but we can um, we can actually allow our friends to help us grow in some mm. of those areas, mm-hmm. challenge us in some areas. Right. If you are super outgoing and you have a friend who's not, mm-hmm. they're probably going to appreciate you. Um, hanging out with them at that right in a social gathering yes exactly yeah or if you have someone who um is more of a thinker Mm -hmm. and they are going to be a little bit more analytical with a relationship yeah you might and you happen to be more gifted in in feelings and emotions you might help that person soften Mm. the delivery of a conversation that they're going to understand yes so we right. can we can help each other right. kind of soften those edges and feel so in yeah the gaps. I love this this idea of knowing your friend's strengths as well because like you said it's a gift and we have to see it as that not that they're different and we have to compare or judge but that my friend is a gift to me because they are different than me and they mm. bring something else to this relationship yes. that wouldn't be there if I did not have them in my life yes 
So true. Yeah, so I true. Love that. I love sometimes that. Um, our friends are similar to us, and mm-hmm. sometimes they're different, and mm-hmm. both can be beautiful. Mm-hmm. I have both. I've thought about this a lot doing this strength work. Um, I love having like-minded friends, mm-hmm. and I also love having friends that are very different from me because mm-hmm. both bring joy and yeah. and different elements of blessing to my life. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think. Um, in life, don't we naturally gravitate towards people who are similar like a lot of times, right? Because yes. we feel that kindredness. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for some odd reason, God always has us marry the ones that are very different. <laughs> yes, you are but, so correct. Yes. But, <laughs> yeah. but we need both in friendship. We Absolutely. need both in friendship. So yes. I, I love that um, you brought light to that in that um, we need friends who mm-hmm. are similar because we need to feel like, oh, she gets me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yep. we also need those friends who bring something different because they really round us out and they help us see the world through other glasses that we wouldn't have tried on if we were only with like friends. Yes, Absolutely. So our world becomes so much more colorful. I Mm, love that. Oh, I love that analogy. So how do we evaluate whether we're using our strengths in friendship? Okay. So I think if we've done those first two steps, we Mm -hmm. know our own strengths Mm -hmm. and then we know our friend's strengths, then how do we evaluate if we're being a good friend? As I was thinking about this, um, my thought goes to, well, what does the Bible say about mm. about being a good yeah. friend? What yeah. does God say? And so um, a couple of things that, that jumped out at me as I was thinking about this, um, a couple of different Proverbs. Proverbs 17, 17 tells us that a true friend shows love no matter what. Mm. And so I think that speaks to this in, in knowing that we can love others well when we know how God has made them. Mm. We know that he's gifted them beautifully, and right. we can also have grace when that giftedness is different from ours. Mm-hmm. Um, Proverbs twenty seven seventeen tells us that a true friend influences, enlivens, and sharpens. Mm. And I think that's exactly what we were just talking about, that yeah. having friends that are like-minded and friends that are different Right. That's kind of where this shows up. We we influence people. We encourage them to use the gifts that God's given them. Yes. We can encourage our friends to step confidently into the things that God has has called them to do. When we see strengths in someone that maybe they don't see. Right. Yeah, I love that. Enlivens. Yes. That's a good word. I love it. Are your friends or are you as a friend breathing life into Yes. Your friends. Is there more life there? Yes. Because of you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And and I know I know for me and and probably you too, mm-hmm. there have been times where I maybe was a little bit scared to do something. Mm. Um and a, a friend of mine enlivened and encouraged mm. me because they saw my strengths and yeah. said, Hey, this is totally something God has gifted you with yeah. the ability to do and let, right. let's do it. I've, I'm, I've got your back. Right. And that's just so awesome. Yeah, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then there's also a verse in Ecclesiastes um, mm-hmm. that says, a true friend helps in time of need. Mm. And I think this is where we can fill those gaps in, where we're okay. gifted yeah. in different areas than our friends might be. Mm. So there, there are sometimes those areas that – people struggle and right. we can step in and yeah and help them in those times. Yeah. 
one more thought yeah. um, that feels a little vulnerable mm-hmm. um, in in considering is to ask your friend if you're a good friend. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do that after we turn the microphone yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think oh. you're an awesome friend. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but I know that feels a little weird, but yeah. a fun way to maybe have the conversation is you could say, hey, I listened to this awesome podcast. Mm. We were talking about strengths and how friends are wired differently. So let's talk about our friendship. Let's evaluate us. So what strengths do I have? What strengths do you have? How are we the same? Mm. How are we different? And then after you kind of identify those things, you you can ask yourself, so, all right, how do we sometimes maybe misunderstand each other? Or, I mean... Let's be real. Sometimes we we might annoy each other. Right. Or let each other down. Or let each other down. Yes. So how does that happen based on our strengths? Right. And then how do we fill in the gaps for each other? Mm -hmm. What does that look like? And then after you've identified those things, you can have an intentional conversation about what does this look like moving forward? Right. What are some areas where we can support each other or encourage each other? What are some areas where we might help each other out, link yeah. arms together, right? whatever it looks like for yeah. for you? So I agree. That feels vulnerable. But also, as I hear you describe it, doesn't that – I mean, it just sounds like that will take a friendship to the next level. It, it does. Right? Like yes. we have to talk about how are we the same? How are we different? What are you good at? What am I good at? How am I showing up for you? Where am I failing you? Like mm-hmm. it sounds like a hard – conversation to initiate and yet so extremely powerful in just digging into that friendship and taking it really to a whole other level. Yes, I <laughs> I agree 100% because yeah. it brings everything out into the light mm-hmm. and it kind of levels the expectation right. playing field. Right. Like I'm, I'm not going to expect you to be xyz to me anymore because that's not who god wired you to be and that's okay yeah and so it kind of just takes all that um discomfort Mm -hmm. out of Mm -hmm. the equation and just puts things on the table and just empowers us to be in friendship exactly what Mm -hmm. god intended and it's Mm -hmm. so beautiful oh my goodness katie i um could sit here and listen to you talk all day (laughs) I really I really truly could um you just have uh first of all you're so encouraging in the way that you speak but you have so much knowledge and so much um just I can tell you have compassion and you care about people and you care about relationship and about each of us becoming our best self and who God created us to be and to be better friends do better in relationship and so I just appreciate you being here and sharing with us. I know that friendships are going to be blessed because of this. When you were uh, just a minute ago reading that uh, Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen, a true friend influences, enlivens, and sharpens. And I thought that is exactly what you have done for us oh, today. You have you. you have lived that out well. So thank you for encouraging all of us. And I can't wait to see how this um this wisdom that you have shared just really impacts friendships. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a true joy. Mm -hmm.